0: Hey everybody, welcome to another podcast with Cribs. Before we get into our next guest, I just want to remind you that if you are looking for an investment property, looking for the next high growth market and want to know how to secure that good quality asset, you need to talk to me and the team. We are looking across the whole Australian Eastern Seaboard, only work with the best developers in the industry, can help you secure that asset, do the cash flows, have a good understanding about where you're going to find that growth so ultimately secure that investment and keep on building that fantastic portfolio to achieve the long-term dreams. Reach out to the team, have a chat to me, and let's get into this next show.
1: I'm Nashi from Cribs, Cullen Haynes, Legal Home Loans. Welcome to another edition of the Aventus series, the forces shaping your market. Great to have you here, Don. Man, it's
0: good to be back on here. Thank
1: you so much, my friend. And um, we've been getting some great, great feedback from the series. And um, some of the questions that I've had, obviously, legal professionals who we deal with, their income trajectory is very solid. And when they're getting towards the higher echelons of their career, their income is getting to a point where they really need to invest wisely because they can get some great incentives. I'd love to start the episode with what your thoughts are on potentially investing in property.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, I'm going to start off with and say that I'm not an accountant, so this is (laughs) not advice. And the
1: terms and conditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) This
0: this is – I I would encourage you to talk to your accountant, but the information I am giving you is – It's stuff that I use for myself and many of my other clients as well. Very good. When you do start earning, you know, significant incomes, it does pay to be tax efficient with your money. Okay. And make sure that the investments that you're making are efficient. I mean, you don't want to go and invest in something purely for taxation purposes so you can get different tax deductions. But if you can get the benefit of tax deductions as well as significant cash flow and significant growth, it makes a lot of sense. So, I mean, with that, what I like to talk about is property, especially brand new property, is a very tax efficient vehicle to go and invest. Um, that's because of the depreciation and not to get too technical, no, but, but but when you're buying property, the land is what grows in value, but the actual building, the fixtures and fittings are all depreciating in value. That means carpets getting worse, the light, all the switches, all that kind of stuff is getting worse in value. And the government allows you to deduct a lot of that uh, against your income. So, that means you can receive some very significant um, tax benefits from investing in brand new property. Yes,
1: and I, I love your takes on that, Dom. And I think many of our legal professionals would resonate with it. But the the other one thing um, is trust. And, you know, they want to invest in these properties. They want to get themselves in a great position. But, you know, I always joke and many of them laugh that they're very allergic to salespeople in general. So who can they trust? Do you, like, How would you advise to get into the market? Who are the, the main players to align themselves with if they want to get into one of these uh, properties to help
0: them? And well, position? I mean... And this is a bit self serving, but aside from talking to me, (laughs) okay, um, yeah, um, you want to be working with the best people in town, I think. Um, the companies that we like to associate ourselves with and types of developments we like to work with are, you know, the Sekasui houses, Pace, Mm. Frazier's, Aqualand's the bigger, larger, more established development companies that have built millions of homes, um, that are building master plan communities, that have vision and foresight about where an area is going to go. Yes. Um, If you talk to, um, you know, your Mervax, These are institutions that are not going anywhere. And and I almost refer to them as the banks, for want of a better word, of the development industry, where they've got big reputational risks. That means that if something were to go wrong, they have a huge amount of vested interest to make sure that they um, remedy any issues. I'll I'll give you a for instance. I got to catch up with a gentleman named, um, I believe it was Michael Mellick. Last Friday, so I was at an event. He's the chief construction manager and does a lot of work for Pace and some of those bigger organisations. And they have a method called, um, they do a peer review. So the same way the scientists will do a peer review on any studies that they release into the market, okay. what he does is you'll have an engineer or a chief engineer come and um, set out the work or the, the foundation work or the the structural engineering work. Yes. And then they'll employ a second engineer to come and check the first engineer's work. Amazing. Now, that's not normally done industry-wide, but the larger, bigger, more established firms, this is what they do because they perceive – the risk of ruining a reputation much, much more highly than the additional costs to deliver an excellent product. Oh, wow. Okay. And
1: and these are like um, metrics that are available to everyone if they wanted to look into them or are they behind the scenes or it's just
0: well, yeah.
1: expected with these bigger firms?
0: I think that with, with these bigger firms, you can obviously approach them directly, though it does work to work with a broker. Yes. Um, just because... Um, they're developer agnostic, like your bank agnostic, correct? And ultimately, they're there to serve your needs, your your goals, and your aspirations. Yeah. So rather than they have that
1: um, person try and tailor a product around you, you can have a look at the whole market and say, out of all these, this one is best. That's exactly right. Um, that, that's fantastic news, there, Dom. And we'll have some links in the show notes to describe more of that. Um, trophy properties. Mm. I wanted to talk about those creme de la creme, those North Star property goals. I know you you feel very strongly about them. They're points of difference. I'd love to talk about those kind of properties because we have legal professionals that come to us wanting to buy some of these. And um, yeah, they are. you can find some diamonds in the rough.
0: Yeah, trophy homes is very interesting one. I um had this discussion with some of the heads of industry not long ago. So what I mean by trophy property or trophy home, yes. normally someone will buy a a big audacious property that they can renovate, do something to and have that unique home that no one else has. Um, but you can also invest much in the same way where you will go and buy a penthouse apartment where there's only 20 in the area. Yes. Um, or some kind of property that has a unique disposition or you're spending a million to $3 million on a building that there's going to be no more of it. So, by buying these trophy homes or these trophy investments, provided that it's you have the income and the ability to cover a lot of the costs of holding that property, they do prove to be, depending on what you buy, uh, uh, an excellent investment. The reason why is because if you're buying something that's super unique, there's not a lot of it available into the market, and you can uh, cover the costs of holding that investment or that property, it means that... Um, because it's so unique and because it's so rare, they're the types of properties at 10x in value. Yes, and they're the ones that the value is when they walk in. We were talking about a couple of
1: episodes ago. That's that wow factor, right? Correct. They walk in, and they, there's that point of difference. It's a purple cow, really, in a field of purple cows. You're always going to notice the purple one. That's exactly so right. It's always going to value well.
0: So that's about finding that the purple cow, if you will, of um, the property market. Those typically cost a little bit more. It is a bit more of a riskier strategy, as in you need to understand your numbers, understand what makes it a purple cow, and know that it is genuinely a purple cow. Um and it's not just something that's been splashed off that way. Yeah. <laughs> Avoid <laughs> it if it actually says this property is a purple cow, then yeah, don't get run it. for the hills. So, provided you have done your research, provided you've done your diligence, and you understand that this is the type of property that we're after, we can afford to buy it, this is the exit strategy, that's another very significant um, uh, investment strategy where you can generate some, some really good um, growth, which is ultimately why you invest in residential property of course and and you made some cogent points there about the the factors that make
1: it a um a point of difference how how would you weigh the externals like um you talk about infrastructure things going on in the community as opposed to the internal
0: qualities of the house how would you weigh them in
1: importance
0: well i um i would say that a lot of those external factors uh key transports and infrastructure um new shopping retail precinct yes all of that stuff comes together to point to where a area is going to grow in value yeah so if you understand that there's a number of key transport infrastructure things going new light rail new roads uh access and amenities making this suburb way way better or there's going to be a new commercial precinct which makes um, people's lives better and it makes it a, a much more cohesive or energetic or lively neighborhood. Yes. That's a reason why you're going to get good long term growth. But if, you're, if you've ticked that box, that's when you want to go and pick that unique property or you buy that penthouse or you buy that northern phasing apartment or something that has a 360-degree view or um, that block of land with development upside in the future. Correct. Um, it's about finding those tangents or looking for those opportunities that people aren't seeing, yeah. um, being aware of where the exit is and then how you're going to drive growth into that property. Yeah. And just to translate the why of what you and your team do, you're saving
1: all those things that you're doing, you save people time. Time. Because like, you're doing that. And that's what our legal professionals really resonate with. They're in the billable hour work and some of them are fixed fee, but for the most part, time is money. Mm. So it's articulating that you're going to save them all this time and that's why you engage in services of yourself.
0: Yeah, or any other broker or any professional in that space, provided they are genuinely Reputable
1: and yes. And um,
0: but yeah, it's, it's about saving time because there's uh, – there's, hundreds of thousands of homes or thousands of homes being built and there's lots and lots of opportunities out there. But how do you filter through the mess that is budgets and, and news and media and um, how Faking do you get through all that? all that stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, well, um, to make it easier for our, like, I guess, a little segue in, um, we've, we're very excited. We spoke about it last week, but we recently partnered with the Law Society of New South Wales. Congratulations. And it's just e- like... We're always looking for ways to add back, and this is going to be even more of a way we can do that. So um, part of the member benefits program, we give um, them a annual fee waiver. So most banks have $500. We'll rebate that, and we can waive some further fees. It's just a further way to add back. So it's all about that strategic partnership piece. Excellent. And for, again, I wanted to reiterate, um, we work with a funder that does the 97 and 100% lending for owner-occupied properties, up to a million, in some cases, one3 just at the latest announcement, the income restrictions have been removed. So previously you had to earn over a certain level, 150000 180 together, but now it kind of opens up the market a little bit because um, there's not that um, onerous income restriction there. So very interesting product. Um, if you're working in your field for more than three years and you've got a university education, you may qualify.
0: So, if you're working in your field for more than three years, you're same, you, yeah, and you got an ed, a uni education, you can now lend up to ninety-seven or up to one hundred percent. Correct for a home worth between one and one point three well, million. Yeah, up, up to your borrowing capacity. That's so significant opportunity. It is. It is. So it just means you keep more of your powder dry. Powder being money <laughs> to do other things. Which is which? Which which I think in this market, the fact that it has come back fifteen percent, twenty percent in some areas, it means you can buy your home and go and get do some other things in the meanwhile. And that's what we're finding.
1: And we always say to people, the product's not for everyone, but for those that want to get into the market now when it's sort of doing this, yeah, it's perfect time, perfect place.
0: Awesome.
1: I really appreciate your time as always, there, Dom.
0: Likewise. If there's any other questions that your um your clients or anyone poses to you please document them, let me know, and I'm happy to kind of weigh in, have a chat, and meet any of you in person as well.
1: Where's your best forum that people can get you? LinkedIn or- different? Everywhere. LinkedIn, Every- Omnipresent, This guy. Facebook. I'm telling
0: you. Ask you, and I'm sure that you'll have all my details too. Please, we'll be there.
1: Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Aventus series, everyone, and take care. See you later.